be. This week we take phone calls from people. We talk about what our new favorite TV shows are. Um, we talk about shit in your pants again. We gotta stop. And we also Oh just my god. Got, is that porn? No, I was just well Yes. I clicked the link and I'm still sharing my audio. My apologies. What was the link? It was on his page. It was the butter churning. The butter churn. We talk about churning butter. That's and right. Your dump- and your little doopy dumpster. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Doopy Dumpster. And stupid Cupid, stop picking on me. me. <laughs> that, see, now that's the turn, baby. <laughs> Do you remember the Chappelle show? Do you remember the guy from the Chappelle show? No. Okay, I'll show you. Enjoy the show. Oh, pass me that turkey leg, will you? Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slap you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. I'm Big Dipper, and that's Meatball. Welcome to Sloppy Second with Big Dipper and Meatball. Today is a Tuesday episode. I just took a six-minute nap. You ever do that? Never in my life. <laughs> I, I need a nap. I was sitting on the couch. I just finished eating lunch, um, which I made myself. Ooh, she's a chef. And I had fallen asleep. I was like, oh, I drifted off and I was so tired. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, God, we have to record soon. So I set my alarm for six minutes from that moment. See, and that would give me too much anxiety. And then I would stay awake for the And then I went. And I got up off the couch and got up on this Zoom. Get up off that couch. Get in the Zoom, you'll feel better. Hey. Um, well, okay, it's so. It's such a beautiful day here in Los Angeles. I'm getting ready to ride my little scooter from mm. Segway, Los Angeles. I'm going to go to the bank and give them a bunch of ones and have them stare at me weird. And go grab a snack. What kind of snack? What are you eating these days? I think I'm going to go to that. Uh, there's a restaurant that I like to go to over here. and they Say have their really name. Good, I won't say it. Because I'm there a lot. <laughs> it's Say Al- their name. It's Alcove. And they have a really good buffalo chicken Oh, it's chicken right rack. by your house. Yeah. I got Brussels sprouts from there one time. Oh, no. Soggy. That was, no, that's not Alcove. You were thinking of home. Mess Hall. Mess Hall. Don't, Mess Hall used to be so good, but now it's not good. That's bad, right? It's really expensive bad food. Well, listen. But Little Dom's here. is so good. They you got know- rice balls there that change your life. Little Dom's, what kind of food is that? Italian. Little little Dom's. <laughs> uh, I would like to eat to there. Uh, let's say it's Tuesday, and what happened on Friday is we released Lake Come Dump. 75 loads from top to bottom. Girl, and uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself is just... Uh, he he did a tweet about it. I just saw on Twitter. Yeah, he said. Well, what did he say? I saw the one where he responded to us, being like, "Thanks for letting me be a part of this." 
Yeah, well, he like retweeted it and was like, I submitted answers to this and they did it in this very fun and creative way. You know, because he's a fun and silly guy. He's a silly guy, that he's, guy. He's just really a silly guy. He's such a silly guy. Um, I have a I have a very exciting news to announce. Me too. Okay, you go first. Wait, no, you go first. Well, just I that, think yours is gonna be better than mine. Well, no, that my my UTI red carpet, is all clear. Yes, sorry, it is. what's that? That's why I'm drinking all this cranberry juice. It is. Oh no, that's coffee. No, it's tea. Now, um, okay, what's the tea, Mama? Mama, that I will be returning back to the UK in April. Oh right, from the 12th to the 22nd, I'll be on the Holy Tea Tour with Miss Carrie Colby. So maybe I could steal uh, the dress. Uh, Detox bro, will be the- there. Juju B. She's not taking that dress on the road. Jiggly. Yeah, there's no way she's taking that dress. Land Insider. Land Insider. Art Simone. It seems like it's going to be a good tour. It's a great tour. And what's it called? Heals the Hell. Now, it will be the Easter month, and we will be doing... Christ-related activities? No, it's all going to be Halloween numbers. It's the, no, it's the no, rescheduled no. Halloween tour. <laughs> no. I even asked I even asked Victoria, I went, are we still doing Halloween numbers? And she's like, drag is pretty much Halloween. I mean, we're putting on costumes. I was Girl. Like, I guess. You need to um, just do uh, Michelle Williams featuring Kelly Rowland and Beyonce. When Jesus say yes, yeah, nobody, nobody can, can say, say no. no. When Jesus say yes. What's your exciting news? Also, my Hornet video came out of me on the red carpet for Jackass. Jackass. Which was really fun. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. Go Maybe ahead. We'll wait. It's really me heavy up top, though. Why don't you give your I'm news? into it. Because I'm going to pitch you a drag number. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, it w- I think I did a pretty good job. I was so out of practice. I was really out of practice. I hadn't done it in so long. and It looked th- great. Thank you. At the, all the other premieres that we've done, all the other ones, um, you meet the riffraff. Like, non-celebrities come through first and you kind of so warm up with So you feel a little people. looser. Yeah. And at this one, it didn't feel good. We The security guard was, like, really rude to us off the bat, which, like, threw me. It was just, like, not as fun. But I think I was fine. I, I would go back and change stuff, but it was just, like... Very nerve-wracking being there that day. It's we had to get incre- tested to get like on the carpet. It's and once incredibly- we were on the carpet, they yelled at us about me being on the carpet. It was. But like, you were strange. like, "I'm invited to be here, and I match." Yeah. I think. I mean, it's it's exactly like it's you know if we weren't if we were to take a break from podcasting for eighteen months and then hop on a microphone again, we'd be like, "We got this. We've done over two hundred episodes." But then you sort of like there was like kind of a faulty start to begin. Yeah, it with. didn't feel right, and I like. Well, yeah. what drugs were you on? Because yeah, I normally like to be a little juiced up for that. Don't I you? wasn't on anything. I Maybe was, that was your completely problem. sober. I didn't even. Yeah, because the other ones I at least had don't a get this free life to sponsor those cocktail too before. And this one I was like not. Some on of those anything. videos you are blackout drunken. Yes, some of them I am. <laughs> and those are the those are some of the really fun ones. Icon. I guess the next one I'll I'll get drunker for. Or I, you know, I think if I was drunk, it would have been better. Uh, listen, everyone has their thing that makes them shine. Yours could very well just be tequila, and that's fine by me. I enjoyed it so much. I love the magic 
not to be all Nina West about it, but the magic of drag. Like you saw all of the people completely light up when you were like, I want to interview with you. And I do oh my just want to. Wee Man. He was the So nicest. into it. Wee Man, the minute he saw me, like ran over to me. And honestly, I think the minute Johnny Knoxville saw me, he like lit up, but he had to do like real press. Well, Hornet's real, but he had to do like Entertainment Tonight and like uh-huh. all these other things before he got down to the riffraff but i will say we were before snapchat riffraff street rat i call I everything riffraff and i realize like how offensive it is <laughs> like, yeah the riffraff um, comes through the can you rate the jackass people they're getting a lot of free press out of this mom network shit because we talked about this on race chaser with you in the tip spot as well oh but yeah go ahead i'm excited to see the movie um did you get to watch the movie yes and it's Just like not then. <laughs> oh, later? Like when? later. Yeah, we weren't allowed to go into that into that theater. So the, my option was to drive across town and watch it at a different movie theater. That's the one or I had tickets. Go for. home. Yeah, the, I, that's the one I originally got tickets for. Or like go home and wait a day and watch it. Oh. So you said, <laughs> so, bitch, I'm going home. I was like, I'm gonna wait. Yeah. Um and then wait, did you also go to the 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 drag show premiere or no? No. By the time we were, so that, the red carpet was only supposed to be one hour, but of course, like, it was two, and at that point, it was, like, 8.30 as we were leaving, and Mo's thing ended at nine, so I would have walked in halfway through the episode. Not worth it. What? Okay. Wait, no. Why don't you give me a drag idea, and then I'd like to talk about Lemon Online. (laughs) Lemon Online? Or Lemon and Lime? Lemon Online. Post her getting some help. Okay, um, first of all, if you were to rate the jackass people, who's the hottest? Obviously, Chris Pontius Chris is Pontius, the, the and hottest. Then Johnny Knoxville. No, I don't think Johnny Knoxville is hot I don't Knoxville understand why you're wrong, uh, you're, and you're really sticking to, to it. To me, Wee Man is second. He was hot, too. Okay, so Chris Pontius, oh my god, am I going to do this? He had new teeth, but yeah. only like across the front the four. Oh. And Stephen Horbelt, who produced... The, produces it looked at me and he goes he must have gotten new teeth and i was like yeah and then when i was looking at him i was just looking at the discoloration between his like real teeth Trash. and the new ones i was like whoever did that did you dirty they they chose a little lighter now did he really did he make porno or he just did a photo shoot because he did a you, photo shoot if you Playboy. look him up there's a lot oh, no, of he like, did a jerk off vid. there's there's a lot of like people just swapped his face onto porno no, but he did a Playboy photo shoot, or like did a with photo a jerk off bid because there's like a if you look up his name, there is a jerk off and bid. Playboy. There's like him by a pool jerking off, and you see him like coming onto his belly, but it's just a still image. Uh oh, I've lost you, and I see the corners of your mouth. <laughs> They're dry. Start <laughs> like watering. There. Um. No, he's um. <laughs> No, there is a real jerk off video because in one of the other Jackass movies, they shoot it. It's like part of it. Oh, okay. That he's like trying to submit for um, Playboy. We talk about this all the time. But why are straight men... I mean, this is what you did on the the thing. You were like, why do you think you have such a queer following? And I think it's because um, when... When straight men are totally fine being naked with one another, touching each other's dicks, like all that stuff. But why is that more appealing than gay men doing it and actually enjoying it? It's the allure of the straight, of the, of the, wait, what is it? 
a masculine mystique. Something about it, because they're straight, so they fuck women, so that makes them hotter. The masculine mystique, Summer's Madison. Okay, here is my idea for your drag number. For my Halloween number. I'm turning, I'm going back to When Jesus Say Yes. Oh, because it's one of my favorite numbers. I want to do a Jesus number. But it's going to be Christ is Risen Easter. Even if I don't believe in Jesus, I'm not, I don't even want to give him the energy. I feel like there's a really fun way to splice together iconic um, uh, quotes that are like, did you do that? Yes or no? And then you cut in, when Jesus say yes. So you basically take everyone through scenarios and the answer is always yes because Jesus said so. You see the potential for what I'm going No, for, right? uh, can you explain it? Same way, but different words. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? God. If you know what I'm trying to say, write in to our podcast. No. Like, like, um, like Jesus said that, like, I don't understand. Like, you would have to find really great quotes from movies that are like, ultimatums or yes or no questions but like iconic quotes so you lip sync the like dialogue thing and then instead of the response you just play when jesus say yes nobody can say no and it like builds on top of each other okay Uh uh-oh let's take a break we'll be right back after this break I don't think I understand what you mean. We'll be right back. I don't think anyone does. Let's be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, like, yeah. you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff 
Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppyseconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. And we're back. Ooh. <laughs> so what is your good news? Oh, I'm going Since on segment tour. Segment one with me. Bum, 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 bum. Where? That's right. Give it to us. Um, I am going on tour in, uh, okay, so my friends Roddy and Joey, who we mentioned uh, when Macy Rodman was on the show, Roddy and Joey have a band called Man on Man. They are lovers, and they are also musicians, and they're in a band together. And so um, they had a little West Coast tour planned, and we chatted, and I was like, what if I came on the road and opened for you? Because I haven't played a lot of shows um yeah, you need to get back and practice. Right. And I like me. I and and rather than like play nightclub events or do like these big um, Oh, so now you're too good for a nightclub. No, 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 no. But in a nightclub, it's often like you put a little limit on me. You were like six minutes, and I was like, how about eight? And you were like, how about six and a half? <laughs> like, I wanna I wanna get back into the rhythm of like doing a, a musical set. So they're a band, they're playing at music venues. So I'm going, I'm basically tagging along on their tour, and we're doing it in early March. We're doing a little run up in the Pacific Northwest. So Ooh, March Portland. 2nd, Portland, March 3rd, Olympia, March 4th, Seattle, and March 5th, Boise. Boom, 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 boom. Saturday I love night all in those Boise. cities. Saturday night in Boise Ooh, at the Neuralux. keeps it up. Yeah. And then... Um, later in the month, they, uh, there are a couple gigs. There's a San Diego show, um, on March 21st, which is a Monday night and a Palm Springs show on March 26th, which is a Saturday night. You say so- it's CBC? <laughs> See, it is a punchline cause you laughed. <laughs> well, now I laugh because you always bring it up and then we talk about it on the podcast. So. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna do, uh, I think six, six dates with them on this tour and they have a lot more dates They're They're doing other cities. Um, I think they're doing Reno and Vegas and San Francisco and a, and a bunch of other cities, but I'm tagging along, um, for that Pacific Northwest That's really leg. Fun. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably have a you graphic. Know you deserve it. I'll probably have a graphic out, um, this week on my Instagram with like links and, and stuff, uh, but I'm excited. We put it together quickly. I mean, they've been working on this tour for a while, but I was like, can I please tag along? And they said, sure. So I'm also excited because I get, I get to be an opening act, which is fun. So I'm, I'm going to like try a bunch of like music out and like do new shit and just sort of see what it's like to be on stage by myself for 30 minutes, you know? And and how is this flying? Are you going to be able to bring the ham and cheese costume? The um, nah, no. Nah. 
Nar. No, that'll wait new, for the you get the new stuff bucks. made. Are you excited for new costumes? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. I'm trying to really focus on my art. I know. <laughs> Fuck off. No, I'm trying to really focus on what I'm doing versus all the gaggetry and the like excess. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I will be in fun costumes. There will be reveals. I will be stripping. But like, maybe rather than ten looks, it'll be three. Three and solid. They'll look. like reveal from one to the next to the next. Like, I, I, this is. I mean, this is something I always talk about when I'm working with costume designers or stylists. It's like, I. I'm like more is more. So I'm like, I could wear this on top of this. I could wear this outfit and strip it off to this. But sometimes you can like see how the things don't fully go together. Yes. And I want them all to fully go together. Yes. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like how sometimes when drag queens come out in the big frilly coat. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really match whatever they're wearing under it. It's just there for the effect. Yeah, because those coats cost a lot of money. And so they're yeah. like, girl, my big furly coat is always blue, even if the thing underneath it is turquoise. And that's kind of a weird color combination. That, well, no, that I could understand going together, blue and turquoise. But if it was like blue and what you had under it was like yellow. I got blue and yellow is great. Finding Yeah, but Dory. blue and turquoise, it could be the same type of... I'm saying be- if it's almost close enough, but then it doesn't match, that's when uh, it looks bad. In the same blue family. Also, possibly also announcing this week is a big headlining gig that I'm doing in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. In May. I hope you're staying at the hotel. I think you're staying I'm at. not going to say what it is just in case it's not announced yet. But it is well, happening. Oh, yeah, same at the... And this month, I might be doing a gig. Oh, fuck off. Chi- My shit in is In Chicago. Real. So keep your eyes peeled, Chicago. God, I Ch- love Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, um, Lil Dick Legend, Lil Peace is from Chicago. JK. Yeah. I hope to see her there. Just kidding. Hey, um, before we uh, um, get too far away from talking about Friday's uh, 75 Loads episode, I did save a little piece of audio from our interview with the the good Dr. Carlton oh, that what I wanted was to it? play here. It was play about oh, self-lubricating buttholes. Oh, right. And we did get a phone call from a UK or from a European listener who said that it does exist. Well, they're lying because the doctor told us it doesn't. Well, do you want to hear what they said? I'll I'll pull up what they said while we play this. Okay, here's from the doctor. But Meatball is fascinated with some people who claim they have self-lubricating assholes for anal sex. Does your butt lubricate itself? We've learned about mucus, like the little bit of mucus that, you know, helps get the the poops out. But are there some people out there who make more of that and can just kind of be make themselves wet? You know, mucus on demand is pretty I think that's kind of bullshit. I okay. think it's just, I think some people make more mucus than others. So some people have a little bit more down there than, and a lot of times people will go to the bathroom and they'll notice like, what's this clear gelatin like stuff coming out of my butt? Do I have cancer? <gasps> it's, it's normal. It, uh, uh, clear gel that comes out is just rectal mucus. I've had her. But it, it happens. So some people make more than others, but the idea of being able to self-lubricate is, eh, I'm pretty low on that. Okay. Also, the, the thing about creaming that a lot of guys yes, talk Willem about. Yes, Willem says she's a creamer. 
I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I, like, I, I don't think creaming is a real thing itself. I think it's more a mix of mucus, cum, and lube all together right. that mm -hmm. makes it look creamy because with all the friction going back and forth rather than some sort of creamy substance that's produced by your asshole. If you're creaming down there, you might want to get checked, honey. It's a fungal yeah. infection. <laughs> it's fungal, honey. You got a yeasty. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so and that's the other thing I want to you know make sure that people know is getting tested in the right spot. So you got to get tested where you play. If you suck a dick, get your throat swabbed. If you get fucked, get your ass swabbed. Because gonorrhea and chlamydia can be hiding in those places and and not in your urine test. So if you don't get your butt swabbed and your throat swabbed when you go for your STI checkups, you might be missing something. Ah, that's the only place I've ever had it: my throat and my butt. How to well, get you to your butt? I asked the same question, and they were like, well, you know, if you fingered your butt, their butt, and they had it in their butt, and then you jerked your dick a little bit, and then some of the lube or the spit made its way and fell down into your crack. I was like, so you're saying this, now I'm getting into some hearsay, but uh, yeah, I had it in my butt according to the test. I don't know what how it got in there. Wow. Well, thank you so much for your time, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Not the... Good wow. for you, hun. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this has been so much fun. <laughs> okay, so that's what the doctor had to say about mucousy butthole. And before we listen to this voicemail, I will say I hung out with Matthew Camp last week and I brought it back up and Matthew was like, Oh yeah, because he was the one, remember, when we yeah, had him on we the have show. He was like three different mucuses in your anus. Exactly. And he said, well, then that's what that guy told me. And he goes, I hung out with him all day long. He never left me. And then I fucked him after being with him all day. So he wasn't pre-lubed. And he didn't go, like, shove a bunch of lube inside him. And I was like, you know what, Matthew? You don't know what that person did. Well, you also, he might know what that person did. That might be true. But that guy might, like, remember the doctor said that there's certain STDs or whatever. Maybe not this doctor. There's certain STDs that make your butthole a little juicy. So you're saying it's an STD-induced mucus uh, self-lubricating? I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not a doctor. This is a comment on self-lubrication. Yeah. Hi, Big Dipper and Meatball. <laughs> so, um, this Wait, is has again he your called in before? one European listener. Uh, you were earlier talking about self-lubricating buttholes. And... Uh, Great audio it was a good quality. topic, but the conversation kind of dried out, <laughs> and I think you that, never that, had that a good uh, insight to that. So here's and what happened joke. to me. So um, I was eating my boyfriend's butthole. Uh, he was lying on his back, and his legs were in the air. All the breathing. And, All the um, breathing. It's, I was really getting it's in like a there. Dipsy. And uh, he was enjoying himself. And uh, suddenly I felt something Ooh. on my tongue. Um, it was kind of like a, a small, about half an inch in size, uh, light gray or see through. Uh, gelatinous piece. Piece? And, um, well, I took it and I rubbed it on my dick and I used it as a lubricant. So there you lubricant. have it. A self lubricating butthole, if you will. And uh, 
nothing grows this time. So, <coughs> goodbye. What? I don't know, but that was like ASMR. What are we doing here? I don't know. My mom would be so disappointed. A small half-inch gelatinous piece appeared on my tongue whilst and really going in on the rim job, and I used it as lubricant. Labricant. Labricant. Um, Let me go ahead and labricant your lube up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Everybody's different. It's, everybody's body is different. It sounds... Um, not great. It sounds like maybe there's something wrong with that person. No? I just, the idea of a gelatinous piece, not like free floating, like, oh, it really got moving and then the whole thing was flooded. An individual gelatinous Gelatinous piece? Gelatinous piece. Should we call this episode a gelatinous piece? Yeah, gelatinous piece. I just don't know, like. I can't anymore. I can't. Let's move on. So there's that. We played that. (laughs) Hi, Big Dipper and Meatball. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not again. (laughs) Gelatinous piece. Hey, everyone. We're going to break. I can't take it. Back. We're back. Now, now we did receive a phone call. Oh, you got a text from Matt Barracuda. Matthew, he, He's, he said thanks for the shout out, Diva. Oh, how nice. And he sent me a Twitter video of a go-go dancer at Barracuda pissing into someone's open drink, and the person drinking it and enjoying the piss. Sounds like Folsome to me, baby. I'm just saying, they know what the fuck is going on, and they're good at marketing to get our eager and thirsty asses out to the party. But I've never seen that at any party I've been at! We're boner killers. All right, so we do have an exclusive comment about this topic from a Barracuda Go-Go dancer. Oh. Hey, Big Zipper and Meatball. It's D'Angelo Go-Go. How y'all doing? Okay, listen, so I was just listening to the episode you guys were talking about Barracuda and about how all the antics that happened back. Oh, she's a mile a minute. And y'all two ain't boner killers. It's just weird because it just seems like you guys are usually coming when there's a lot of good friends who are involved. But it's usually those days backstage when the boys don't know each other too much and we all been inside of each other's, you know, IGs and everything. And then that's when all of a sudden, like, the sparks happen and that's when, you know, Matt gets the the good pictures, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, I don't know. I'm just, like, rambling now. Love you guys. Okay. Okay, that does sort of make sense. So we get there too late? No, he said we're normally there on a night when everyone knows each other. Uh... And they're friends. But if it's more like, oh, we've only seen sexy pictures of each other on Instagram and Twitter, now I want to eat your butt and find a little gelatinous piece in there. Well, that, okay, I guess that makes sense. I'm still jealous. Here's a pitch. Porn musical? When Jesus say yes. No, 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 no. This is the Nobody pitch. Nobody <laughs> can like say no. <laughs> Wait, I, okay, so I, I loved like your there's... TikTok of being like, Chanel, <laughs> nine. nine. 
boots. Because then I was Chanel just walking around boots. the I was just walking around the house being like, I am working on my Grammy. Meanwhile, pussy popping with your man in Miami. Very much. Just do it. Like, I just think that now, would be funny to do that whole thing as, like, a monologue. Is Saucy Santana... Well, first of all, you've got a recording studio right at your fingertips. You could record yourself doing it and lip sync to it. I could, I could, I could. Um, Maybe I'll it, do that at Mickey's on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Oh. My big Mickey's premiere, baby. Are you going to dress up like a baby, like a baby Koopy? Koopid? I got rid of the... Uh, Oh, yeah, I am. I am. I'm going to do that. Cupid stupid while you're looking at me. And then get these titties out at Mickey's. They've never Uh seen something so hairy. Yeah. I'm jiggling them. Pasties. Okay, here's another pitch for you about a drag number. Put the pasties on your nipples. But fill the inside of the pasty with blood. Like fake stage blood. (laughs) So, like, you're, like, being, like, an annoying, cutesy, stupid baby. You open up, and you've got your, like, hairy titties out. You're shaking them around, and then you pull on the tassels, and then you start to bleed, and you just scream like you're in, like, total pain <laughs> to end the number. And, like, people don't know if it's real or not. It's very Eric Andre. I'm jealous you met Eric Andre. He made me so horny. They all made me horny. They're all hot. They're all hot older men, and I'm horny for them. He was really nice. He's cool. He's a cool dude. Um, Cupid, stupid, why you looking look at me? me? All right, let's I take don't a know phone the lyrics. Call. Hold on, hold on. Let's keep talking. Uh, what was I going to say before? When I jokingly said, when Jesus say yes, here's a pitch. Oh, there's got to be a jackass, uh, something about um, self-lubricating buttholes. A what? A jackass? Like, yeah, like they line up like four members of the Jackass team. They make them all drink something that like might think that they're going to lubricate their butts. You ask, yeah, I'll go pitch this to them now that we're such good friends. Not every idea is a winner. No. But it did remind me that they did like they did the things with the um they put the race car in a condom and stuck it up his butt and then right. made him go get like that was like early Jackass. Yeah, I'd like to watch them all sit on a fuck machine. I would like Chris Pontius <laughs> to fuck me. And Johnny Knoxville. You want to kiss him with his discolored teeth? And we, we man. The three of us. One room. Three of us. One room. No one secrets. room, three of us. No whole, No loads refused. Okay, so speaking of... These other voicemails are related to our 75 load episode. 75 loads. That should have been the song. What is that song? Oh, I just made it up. All right, play it. What? <laughs> I'm cranked. Play it. Cranked on what? Caffeine. Taffy. Caffeine. <laughs> Do you remember the sitcom Caroline in the City? Yes. Wasn't was that based on that that comic of what's her name Karen? Kathy. She's like ack ack ack. Kathy, not Karen. My cat pooped. Yeah, it felt like someone was like, "What if 
the Kathy comic was a little hipper, and then we made and a sitcom. Twenty-one the... minutes long. <laughs> God, that apartment she had. All those New York TV apartments were palatial. Yeah, I just watched Three Men and a Baby, and it's supposed to be about like three like regular. Well, I guess one of them's an architect. I guess they're famous, but they live in the craziest, largest apartment in New York City, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Do you remember the movie Big Daddy with Adam Sandler? Yes. That apartment? And he was, like, supposed to be a a cheap slob. (laughs) You know, a cheap slob. But he had a gorgeous apartment. Stupid cute blue eye, you looking at me. Why don't we just stupid? What? Isn't is it called Stupid Cupid? And why do we know about it? It's by Connie Francis. Stupid Cupid, you're a real mean guy. Okay, do you think I have enough time to record my own version? Yeah, but who sang it in... Stupid Cupid, stop picking on me. But who sang it in the way that we know it to be recognized? I feel like in some pop culture reference movie, like I'm not remembering the Connie Francis version because that seems like it would be psychotic. Stupid Cupid, you're a real mean guy. I'd like to clip your wings so you can fly. Oh, Patsy Klein. Yeah, but it was in like uh it was in like a hairspray or a grease or like maybe they do sing it in the original version of hairspray, non-musical. I'm trying. I'm like just looking it up. No. It, oh, the Princess Diaries. Oh my God! It's Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Do you also remember in Saved when Mandy Moore does Played the like the best high school, character ever? But they do like a a musical number. It's sort of like a pop group, like Jesus, Good Time musical number. No. At the school assembly. They're like, he's the only one for me. And then it feels like a like a 90s or early 2000s Christina Aguilera song. I vaguely remember that. Stupid Cupid. Um, here's another pitch. You could run around and... Um, Not a lot of running room at Mickey's. It's just kind of just that... It goes short platform floor. Well, you could be on the stage and you could sort of bounce from from audience area to audience area. With Cupid, you have like a dart, right? And you're like trying to um, give people the Valentines, but the song is playing. And every time she says, stupid Cupid, stop picking on me, you've intercut with you screaming, no! Why do you want me just to scream at these people? Because isn't the whole point that you go there and you, like, shake things up? I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to shake some stuff loose. But you can lip sync to your own voice screaming no. No! And then the song picks back up and you go and you try to hand those things out. I just don't think I quite understand the concept. Yeah, I didn't. Like, what's the story? Every idea is not a winner. Should we listen to a voicemail? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) 
I'm feeling I've, I've got a lot of ideas. You got a lot of ideas out. You got to get them out. Yeah, that's my big thing. I got to get them out. It's come to my attention that my neighbors can hear every single thing I say in this apartment. How do you know? Because he knocked on the door the other day and he said, he asked me something about his if he could park his car in front of my driveway for a little bit. And I said, sure. And he was like, what do you do, by the way? Like, are you do you teach classes all day in here? Because I hear you talking all the time. And I was like, oh. He was like, well, you've got a big voice. That's what he said. Well, okay, so we need to get you some sound absorbing Honey, stuff for the wall behind you. Cause Do you hear the children screaming outside of my house today? No. Okay, ready? I'll kill these kids on this street. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, hello. So I just got done listening to... Oh, yeah, hi, fucks or whatever it is. Um, I just got done listening to the 75 load episode, and there's just like a little thing that bothers me. Where we're comparing kind of like the personal responsibility to skydiving. And I think it's not a good comparison because jumping out of a plane and like, you know, if something bad happens, you die. But, you know, if a dude like drops a load in that has HIV, like the doctor was saying, everyone else gets it. It's kind of more like drunk driving and that like you shouldn't drunk drive not just to protect yourself, but so you don't like run into people. But I don't know. I've really had Fairfax sex with anonymous dudes before at like three in the morning for stupid reasons. So like I'm not judging anyone, but I think if you're gonna, you know, talk about everyone's feeling personally responsible, like we should be more accurate about how we're talking about it. But uh, yeah, have fun dumping loads and uh, bye bye. Okay, so notes okay, on the so analogy. Yeah, yeah, I you know he's he's or they're right. They are correct. They're it's right. Not a equal analogy. Devil I'll say I'll ad- advocate. I will. Ad- I will admit when I am wrong. <laughs> well, devil, my devil's dick advocate is: um, Why are we only thinking of the cum dump and the one person who, in this scenario, has HIV, and then all the seventy-two other people or seventy-four other people are um, victims? There, they're yeah. all assuming the same risk. Yes, that I also agree with that. That like but, everybody knows the risk going in individually. You're right. If you jump out of a plane with a parachute on your back and you are by yourself, your behavior is your own, okay, and it doesn't what if, affect other people. But what if you land on a farmhouse? No, but what if you go into one of those? Follow me on this one. You ate a lot of really bad Mexican food and you have food poisoning. Yeah, but you still decide to get into one of those amusement park fake skydiving tubes uh-huh where they blow the air on you. where they blow the fan who's the response who's responsible then if you shit your pants if you shit your pants yeah um maybe the restaurant that fed you bad food that did happen to me. I shit my pants. Wait, what? And you got mad at <laughs> it was, me? For I think it was like on a cruise. I, I just remembered that that happened. My mom like forced me to get in there, and I was like already like mm, I'm the biggest guy doing this, and then I shit my pants because you just you get thrown around. And did you say I shit my pants? Please. I think stop. everyone kind of. I think maybe the guy knew and was like trying to be nice. Did I a little bit left. come out the bottom? No, because you're in their jumpsuit, so it was like. I had my underwear, my pants, and then their jumpsuit. So their jumpsuit was. Flat. So how would they know? The smell. It's a f- giant fan. Just <laughs> blowing <laughs> the smell. Around. Everyone on the cruise ship. There's like a collective like moment where everyone goes like, oh, oh, shit. 
And then it blows away because they're on a cruise ship. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right, next call. Next call. Just to ask about Cundum, do you think that they are just counting, like, if one dick goes into them and pumps one time as a Cundum? Like, the specific one is the 75-load guy. I'm just wondering how logistically he was able to then get to 92. Um, is he counting actual loads of cum, or is he just counting how many people put their dick in him and thrusted one time? Okay, bye! <laughs> okay. Okay. I think he's counting... Cum. I mean, I want to believe that he's counting cum, but to be completely honest, how do you know if a guy actually comes in you or not? Especially when you're at, like, let's say, 10 loads. Right. I, I think he, I think he, it might be a little guesstimating. Because in his I, videos, he's not getting the check marks or the tally marks on his back. There's no, it's not written down anywhere. I mean, to me, the idea is that if you're, if someone's fucking you, you feel them go. Yeah, then, but I've done that before and not come in someone and pretended like I did. Yeah, me too. I've done it, yeah. And then you're like, oh, man. <laughs> Gotta go. Ooh. I did it once. <laughs> I did it once, and the guy looked at me and said, man, that felt like a lot. I can't wait to push that out later. And I was like, won't we push another out? <laughs> it's like, delete, delete, delete. I was block. like, gotta go. Pew! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a oh, me. A there's cloud a, of smoke. Yeah, but I the 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 shape I leave in the wall is a sperm. Yeah, just kidding. Um, no, I think I think especially with cum dumps, I think the idea is loads. The idea is orgasms and fluid. Loads um, of love. He does take loads in his mouth, which he talked about um, counting. He does on his Twitter page talk about updating his load count like he keeps a running tally on his like grinder page i don't know how he does that maybe in the grinder profile it's easy to like update and save i wasn't 100 percent sure of what he meant by that but it does seem like you know his goal is loads and that's what he's looking for not just insertion okay well, well let's take a break We're back. And we're back. What are you watching? I'm obsessed. I love this time of year because it's new sitcoms. I love watching new sitcoms. I'm watching Abbott Elementary. I'm watching. Oh, I um, like that. American Auto. I'm watching Grand Crew. I'm watching um, Home Economics, which is in season two. I yes. really like that show. Remember when we had Sashir on? She had just like filmed it, but it hadn't come out yet. Yes. And now she's on her second season. And I didn't, I felt like I was going to think that show was kind of cheesy, but I actually very much enjoy it. It's kind of like how Abbott Elementary, like it's a, it has its cheesy moments, but then it's like just so funny. Like I'm obsessed with the principal. And the thing, oh my god, the principal is so funny. The thing and that, the peacemaker with John Cena, I've been watching that. I haven't That's watched good. it yet. Does he make his piece? He makes a lot of violence. It's really fun. Um the the thing that you have to remember 
meatball because you know we're we're hollywood people when you're on network tv you gotta appeal to the masses yeah well we don't do that that's why we'll never be on network television that's what i'm saying so it's like we sit here and we make these like weird obscure jokes i pitch ideas that aren't even funny but they still make it to air you know what i'm saying uh and then (laughs) (laughs) but these these shows that are on nbc and cbs and abc it's like they literally have to appeal to 20 million people yeah and like our country is so divided that this stuff so it's actually amazing when shows like that are like interesting and biting and full of humor like it's really impressive um what other show do i look at now i'm also watching the righteous gemstones on hbo i've heard there's a lot of dick in that show too yeah but it's hbo so of course they must have a were we talking about this oh i said this i was having dinner with my friends um they were like there's a lot of weird unnecessary dick in that show and i was like I bet there's someone's job at HBO about nudity. And I've, I, I, I would not surprise me if there was an initiative in the last four years, maybe since the onset of Insecure when Issa was like, I'm just showing guy butt. That's what you're oh, going to yeah. see on the show. You're just going to see male nudity. That They were like, uh, if you look at the programming from HBO in the past two decades, it was 95% female nudity. So our new uh, goal is, you know, like an increase of 65% of male genitalia on our network. Because it seems like everything is dicks. But everything is dicks. It's all dick. Okay, also on HBO, I've been watching How To with John Wilson. That show is so incredible. so good. Oh, I love it. And I just finished all of Search Party. I binged the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah. Now, John Wilson is the kind of dude who... I I've definitely marry. blown a dude like that. Love it. Big where old. you can tell they're just like, um, yeah, oh, sure. Oh, oh, you're going to... good. Oh, you're going to put my dick in your mouth? Oh. Wow. Whoa. And then, I like, came. I've got... Uh, Gatorade Zero. If you'd like some, it's nice because they it's not sugar. So, uh, uh, but they have like a that massive ha- dick and just like a, a fat load. Flash to someone who did that to me once in New York. He was like a very weird dude, and I was like, "Yeah, come on over, grab some beer or something on your way over, and we'll just hang out and watch TV." And he grabbed Guinness, like that's the a heaviest, weird beer to bring. That's to the a house? weird beer, and I was like, "That's weird." Um, and he acted like that when I blew him. At one point, I looked at him and I was like, "You can make sounds. You can do." It was like, "Oh, oh, okay. my dick, my dick in your mouth." Oh, I don't really okay. drink beer, so I just got this, like an expensive heavy beer. That's yeah. very funny. I don't really drink beer, but uh, okay. I'll get the heaviest one for us to make coitus. That's funny. Yeah, there's a lot of good TV. And. What are you? What is your? What is your favorite of the programs? This is how you make conversations. I just, I just don't know. I just don't like talking about TV. I mean, what's going on, baby? Grand Theft Auto Six just got announced. It probably I won't come out for another couple of years, baby. I don't but know. I'm gonna be ready to play. That. I'm gonna be ready to play. You really do like to play video games, huh? Yes. Right now, I'm back on Assassin's Creed because no one gave me any good suggestions. You're blaming people now? Yeah, because a lot of people listened when I complained, and they gave me suggestions, and I didn't really like any of them. 
I've never been big on video games. Well, we know because your childhood was you at six years old working at a Chinese restaurant and at a vet. I was you were put to work too young. You didn't know what to do. You didn't ever have fun. I was 14 when that was happening, by the way. So calm down. Okay. Well. I hope you enjoy your buffalo chicken wrap from Alcove. I'll if you're be in there. L.A., go to Alcove, order a big slice of cake, and try to find meatball. I usually sit on the back right patio. <laughs> Where do you think I could park my scooter? On the sidewalk. I'm just kind of afraid to just like leave a it tree. on the sidewalk right there. Lock it up like it's a bike. But it's not. It's an e-moped then from Segway, Los Angeles. Hand it to the valet and give them 10 bucks. And oh, say, my God. Right I will. Just I have will. park it right next to the thing and be like, hey, I'm going to eat here. I'll be right back. That's what I'm going to do. Give them a little tippy. Well, and by tippy, it. I mean suck their penis. Put not your at tongue, Alcove. Put your tongue underneath their foreskin. Give them a little swipe around. Ooh. In the bathroom, and then give him a smack on the ass when you leave, and say, ah. "You want to do the outro?" Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Our phone number is two one three okay five three six no one eight zero. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and Friday. And make sure to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Well, you're on the repeat train over there. And you can find us on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball and, and uh, Big Dipper Jelly, or on Twitter at Fat Drag, Fat Drag Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly, or on TikTok at Fat Drag Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly. <laughs> Your TikTok is not Fat Drag Meatball. What is it? I think it's just at Meatball. Yeah. Or it's, you know, it's Meatball the Drag Queen. When a cum dump tweets about a podcast interview, doesn't get nearly as much likes in, in, in uh, interaction as when they show a video of them getting fucked and there's a cum splattering everywhere. You mean when they're churning butter? Right. That's right. One person wrote, what a crossover. And the other person wrote, this is awesome and this podcast is great. Wait, the person who wrote what a crossover, their user or their Twitter name is deleted fat. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say that all the time. I know. Very fun. Okay, we're done. Goodbye. Doodle doo doo forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.